Hello, hello. Welcome to another podcast episode. I am so excited to talk about today's topic. I'm going to be talking about how to scale your design business, or it could be any business, honestly, any service-based business without hiring a team or taking on more work or without burning yourself out and working so much more. So I, Cody and I have been running our design studio for almost 10 years. In 2024, it's going to be our 10-year anniversary of starting our business and when we first started our business we had a completely different business name we were called state of mind studio but we're still pretty much doing the same thing we do now we were working with design clients we were freelancing we were doing a lot of different types of work but now we have a more structured business and we do specifically web and brand design and sales pages help our clients with launches so back in like 2020 our business was starting to really pick up. We pretty much just moved back home from living in a van in 2019. So I feel like because we weren't living in a van, we just had a lot more time to book bigger projects and work with bigger clients. While we were living in our van, we had to spread out our work a little bit more just because we didn't have internet access and we were working from a van. So we weren't able to really focus on client projects like as much. So once we moved back to Portland, we started to get busier in our design studio and we started to book a lot more client projects. We had multiple clients at a time and we were booking fairly large projects. In 2020, our business was growing really fast. We had a lot of projects that were going on and these projects were anywhere from 10 to $19,000 depending on what the package was. So we were doing really well, had a lot of work and that was great. That's what we always wanted. We dreamed of having a business like this, like a little design studio that had a bunch of client projects that we were working on. And I did a lot of different things in our business to manage our clients. I used tons of client management apps like Asana. I had various different automations set up. I had boundaries and deadlines for all these projects. And when I planned them all out, it worked well with our calendar. Everything was going good. But the one thing that happened when we had projects like this is everything always went over our timeline. And some of it could have been maybe us not being great with timelines or deadlines. I think a lot of it was maybe like our fault not setting like clear boundaries and being people pleasers and being like, oh, it's okay that you don't send me your website copy. But basically all of these projects would go way over because our clients would take days to give feedback. They would take a long time to send us their content for their website. So once we finished their branding project and were ready to start their website, portion of their project, we had to wait for them to send all their website copy. And of course, they never had it done. So we always had our projects pushing time over. And when that happened, we had overlap. So basically, we were working our asses off 12 hour days. We were working so much, especially because the projects would go over. So then we were like starting a new project while we we're trying to finish another project. We were all over the place and just like honestly so overwhelmed and so burnt out. So at the end of 2020, I was like, you know what? I think we should scale our business. Maybe it's time to hire a team. I thought that was the next step, honestly. From there, I, I, I looked at all the design agencies, design studios, what every designer was doing 
And everyone said to scale. You should scale your business. You should learn to delegate your tasks. Don't work on things out of your zone of genius. Find and hire people to help you with stuff in your business so that you have more freedom. And that sounded like everything I wanted. Because the reason I, why we started our business in 2014, we were still in college at this time. And I had an internship at Keen Footwear. It's like an outdoor brand. And I was a designer there as an intern. And I absolutely hated working in an office and working for a design team in the marketing department. I just like, that was not for me. I hated that I have to be in the office eight hours a day. I hated that I had had to commute. I didn't love the idea of paid time off or not being able to go on a trip whenever I wanted. Like I had to ask someone to do something and that's never really been my thing. I've never wanted that. And after that internship, I realized this isn't for me. Like, I don't want this. So Cody and I started our business in 2014 because we wanted freedom. I wanted freedom. I wanted to not work 12 hour days. I wanted to be able to go on trips whenever I wanted. I wanted the freedom to do as I wish during my day. Like I wanted to be able to wake up on Monday morning and go for a run and hang out in a sauna and then read a book all day if I wanted to and not have to be like sad and have Sunday scaries and think about how Monday is the worst day ever. That's not what I wanted. I was like, I've always been the one who's, there has to be another way. I don't want to follow what everyone else is doing. So with that said, that's why we started our business. So in 2021, we were so busy, so burnt out. I was just overwhelmed and I knew that the only way to get this freedom that I wanted back was to scale, was to hire a team, was to delegate tasks and basically have other people do a lot of the kind of boring mundane tasks that we don't need to be doing. We need to stay in our zone of genius. That was what I thought was what we needed to do. Early 2021, I'm pretty sure I have these dates right, but early 2021, I hired designers. I started off with contract designers, had them do like more of the mundane design tasks that kind of took us a long time, but didn't really require a lot of our creative output. So that kind of was putting together brand guidelines for our clients' branding projects. It was organizing all of the files. It was exporting all the design files and logos and having them tidied up in a neat place. It was designing templates for our clients Kind of all the things that you do after you do the most of the majority of the creative work, which is definitely Cody and I's creative zone. Like we work best creating the branding and websites and doing the creative direction and the strategy and all of that. But the exporting and making files and all that stuff, that wasn't fun for us. So I immediately was like, here is something that someone could do that will free up my time and space. And Cody and I could have more freedom. So we hired some contractors. They were talented designers. It was fun to work with them. We also hired someone to actually do some of our branding project. We had a designer create logo concepts for one of our brand projects, which was really great because we we're so busy with so many client projects that it was nice to just have another set of hands on one of our projects and those turned out really great it was fine but I quickly learned that managing a team and hiring a team is almost more work than actually doing the work yourself and that not might not be true for some other people but for us I felt like it was so much more work 
Like we had to hire the right person. We had to basically be the middleman and relay the information from the client work to the designer. There was just a lot of extra steps that we had to do. And even after hiring a designer to help with the logo concepts, we eventually were like, design is our bread and butter. Like design is what we love doing and outsourcing the design work is actually hurting us because that's our, our zone of genius. So I learned quickly that scaling our business with a team and delegating all these tasks was not going to work. And what I've learned from being in business for so long and following so many business owners and coaches and people like that, they're always like scale and hire my team. That's how I make a million dollars a year. I was like, how do I scale our business and make, you know, multi six figures a year without hiring a team? Is that a thing? Can I be a small company of two and that's it? Like, why do I have to hire a team? I don't want to hire a team. I don't want to be a design agency that hires a bunch of people and works with a million clients. I don't want to like that. I just don't want to do that. And I obviously had to learn that by first experiencing and doing it and realizing it wasn't for me which is the theme of a lot of things in my business journey. But yeah, I, I always was like asking myself, how do I do this without doing this? Is this even possible? Ever since then, Cody and I were like, okay, we can't book more client projects. We can raise our prices, but they already were pretty high. Our like big brand and web design packages were like 15 to 20,000, which to me felt pretty high. That might not be high to some people, but to me that felt like that's the highest we can go at our experience level and like for our clientele like the type of people we work with I felt that's where they what they could afford so yeah that we couldn't raise our prices really and I honestly just did not like doing these $17,000 projects that much they were like three months four month long projects there would be like a lot of steps and a lot of processes and a lot of revisions and I just like really didn't enjoy working on one thing for that long I obviously knew longer term projects were more income and you could charge higher for them. But even that, I was like, how can we do things differently that isn't like this? Like, it's not like what everyone else is doing. The very first thing I did was I decided to do VIP design days, which is something I've talked about a little bit on our podcast. And I am launching a group coaching program on VIP design days for designers next month. But that was the first thing we did. So the VIP design days were honestly the key to scaling our business without hiring a team. Like we were able to make more money, work with more clients and have a lot more time, which, you know, all of those things may sound too good to be true. But VIP design days have honestly changed our business. We started out having VIP design days and long-term projects, which was really nice at first because it gave us variety. Like we were able to work on less long-term projects and have more of these VIP days. The VIP days were great because they were like a one-day project. So it didn't take us much time to do. So the VIP design days were honestly amazing. We love them. We love them so much that we started just only offering them as our service. That was the only thing we offered. And I think in 2022, we were charging like $2,800 a day or something like that. And $2,800 a day, if we do four days a month, that's over $10,000 a month. So that automatically made me realize that I don't have to hire a team. I don't have to 
have all these designers working with us and manage people and I don't have to have this like giant agency I can still make six figures a year without doing that and I honestly didn't know that was possible until I started doing these VIP days and I quickly saw like how beneficial they were and how they could uh, really grow our business I really loved also doing VIP days and longer term projects because we were able to get extra income from longer term projects and then also have the VIP days coming in. And the VIP days gave us more space because it was a one day project. It was $2,800 for a day at the time. Now they're like $3,800 how much we charge. But with that, we only worked one day a week on these VIP days. That gave us four extra days during the week to work on other things. With the VIP days, by October 2021, we were booking VIP days consistently. We were doing less long-term projects. I had so much more time for other things. And guess what I did? With all that time I had, I launched a course. I launched a course before that, but my first ever like design course, essentially. I used to launch courses when we lived in a van about working remote <laughs> and freelancing and working in a van. But this was my first like course I made that was related to our design company and I was very excited about it. And I had time to create this course and launch this course and have it be really high quality and amazing because of the VIP days. Like they gave us the space to be able to create other income sources. And that's the one thing I struggled with the most with our previous design business model with like bigger long-term projects or like retainer projects. I didn't have time to make anything else. Like I couldn't work on my passion projects. I didn't have time to make templates or anything like that. So I launched a course. It was called Sales Pages in Squarespace and our launch went really well. We made $10,000 from the launch and that was an extra income source. And we didn't really hire out any help for that either. We still are to this day a small team of two. Yeah, the VIP days, honestly, they gave us time to have other income sources. Now that I've told that story, I'll just break down a little bit about all of our income sources in our business. So our number one income source, it's pretty, I think it's 75% of our income is VIP days. I'll have to do the exact <laughs> percentages on that. I'll maybe do a Dynam Ultima Spotify wrapped themed post about that. But yeah, VIP days, 75% of our income. Our next tier of income is like other types of projects. So we've done like some long-term website projects this year. I also created an offer recently where it's called a launch glow up. And basically we customize a sales page template for a client. It's a little bit cheaper than a VIP day. So we've sold some of those. And I think there was just a few other one-off design projects that we had. So that was our next income source. Not sure the percentage on that, maybe 10 or 15%. The next income source was courses. So all of our courses and our workshops and everything like that. That probably about, I don't know, th this math is going to be off, but probably about 15 or 20% was from courses. And then we have another percentage of our income coming from website templates. So I think... The average amount of money we make from website templates is about $1,000, sometimes a little bit more than that per month, which is amazing. Like we design these website templates once and then we can just keep selling them. We have them all automated and delivered. And that was amazing because the VIP days gave us the space to create these website templates. Like it definitely takes so much time to create website templates. And 
having the extra time from the VIP days just allowed us to create all of these extra things. And then very small amount of money we make is from our creative market shop, our affiliate links. I think we make maybe $1,000 or $500 to $1,000 a month from affiliate links and creative market. So those are all of our income sources. And that is without a team. We just have Cody and I. We're the only ones working and I haven't hired a designer since. Yeah, those are a few ways that you can scale your own design business without hiring a team. You can offer like lower priced projects. So for us, we offered the launch glow up and it's cheaper than our VIP day. Basically just customizing a, a sales page template for a client. You can also offer VIP days where you can package up a special day's worth of work. This could be anything. A lot of people do website VIP days or brand VIP days, but this one specifically, you don't have to do website or brand. You could do a VIP day called, I don't know, revamp your podcast day or something, and you just work on creating podcast covers and creating podcast templates. So you can make VIP days anything you want. But the, the whole point of a VIP day is having a very extremely clear, structured timeline and boundaries finishing it all in one day, two days, or three days is what I suggest. But yeah, that's a really great way to scale your business without needing to hire more designers. It's probably my number one favorite way. You can also do website templates like we have. But the only thing about website templates is that you're not, you don't really know like how many you're going to sell. So there have been some months where we haven't sold any templates. I would say website templates are not like a good income source for guaranteed money. I think one-on-one -on -one services like VIP days or our launch glow up offer are better for scaling. And then the website templates you create are just like little extra fun bonus money. <laughs> so I always suggest scaling with a service first or trying to figure out how you can work less, work less time and make more money essentially. And then, yeah, the little extras like creative market shop or templates or anything like that, affiliate links, those are better to do once you have a base income coming in from like your services. So that is what I would suggest if you don't want to scale your design business like us. <laughs> I would suggest starting there creating some different offers for your business, maybe packaging up some different ideas, offering a VIP day, and having the timeline be way shorter. I think that was the key for us in scaling our business. I feel in the online business world, if you follow a lot of coaches or marketing people or design business owners, there is a lot of pressure to scale your business. There's a lot of pressure to delegate and hire a team a lot of people say they're successful because they delegate all their tasks and I don't doubt them. Obviously, I think delegating is super important. But for me, delegating didn't look like hiring designers or hiring a social media manager, which we have done. Delegating for us was hiring experts when we needed something done. So the first thing I delegated, which was years ago, was accounting and taxes. I am a designer. I do not do accounting. I do not do taxes. That was the only thing we really outsourced, which I would highly suggest everyone outsource that. The other thing we've outsourced is copywriting. I've hired a copywriter for multiple different launches. I've hired a copywriter to help with our website copy. We still, to this day, use our copywriter to help us with everything. 
I highly suggest a copywriter, especially as a designer. If you're not a copywriter, definitely hire a, copy, hire a copywriter to write your like entire website copy because so valuable. Another thing we've delegated before was social media management, but I learned after doing it for a while that I like to manage my own social media as a small team. Like I don't like someone else to be my social media person. So I do that all myself. I do all of our blog posts ourselves. I do all of our Instagram reels ourselves. I do like these podcast episodes. I edit all of these myself. I, um, I un upload them. I write all of our emails that go out. So I really don't delegate much of anything. <laughs> I do it all. But the reason why I do all that stuff is because I have a lot of time to do all those things myself because of our VIP design days, because I'm not really bogged down with client work every single day. So I have more time to write my launch emails and write my Instagram captions and have time to do all that stuff and make website templates and launch Black Friday sales. I have time to do all of that by myself. I don't have any team or anyone helping me do it, which is great. That's what I wanted. I actually love it. I love that I was able to figure out how to make more time in my day to do more of the things I like doing. I like creating content and I like recording podcast episodes and I like doing all of that myself. So yeah, I have outsourced a few things, but the only thing we really have outsourced at the moment is copywriting and accounting. What else do we have outsourced? I also outsource coaching. I love working with coaches. I work with coaches all the time. A lot of my clients are coaches. I've found coaching to be monumental in my growth especially when I feel stuck in an area every coach I've worked with has been amazing I always I do work with different coaches every time just because I love to get the perspective of someone different every single time so coaching is definitely something I outsource as well I usually only outsource coaching when I need like a specific thing if I'm launching something and I want to do something a different way I'll ask for a help from a coach to help me like map out my launch. Or if I want to reposition my brand, I'll hire a coach to help me like see my business and brand with a different perspective. And then it helps me see it in a different way. Because sometimes when you look at your business, you get, I don't know, a little bogged down and not being able to see <laughs> things differently. Like you're just so set in your ways. So I really love coaches in that sense. Yeah, those are all the things we outsource right now. In the future for scaling our design business next year, we're still going to offer VIP days. We are raising our VIP day price by a couple hundred dollars, not too much. And we still are only doing four VIP days a month. Sometimes we will do five occasionally, but I found that it just seem, feels like too much. So four VIP days a month, which basically caps our income, like four VIP days at... $3,800 a month caps us at a certain amount, but that's where the time for creating courses and my new upcoming coaching program I'm going to be offering and templates comes in. So because we only do four days a month for VAP days, I have so much extra time to create these other offers. Next year, my whole plan for scaling, and actually let's talk about scaling in the first place. I should have talked about this at the beginning. I might just put this at the beginning, I don't know. But I had to really think about what scaling actually meant to me. What is scaling? A lot of people say, oh, scaling is making a million dollars a year. Scaling is having a team. And I had to think about what is scaling for me? And do I actually have a limit? <laughs> on how much I really want to grow. For me, I feel like obviously it's nice to make more money every year, but I don't feel like I need to just continuously keep making more and more money. Right now, obviously, Cody and I do want to make a little bit more than what we're making. For one thing, it's two of us. So if you think about it, if we make, I don't know, $12,000 a month, 
we essentially split that in half. So each of us are only making $6,000 a month. And like, obviously my dream is for both of us to make six figures a year. Right now we each make a little less than six figures a year, like each. So I think it'd be really cool for us individually to make that much. So for me, scaling to me is, oh, I want each of us to make and take home six figures a year. That would be awesome because we want to buy a house eventually. And a lot of the houses in Portland and in Oregon and in Bend are very expensive. So it's really good to think about like, why do I want to scale my business? What are my goals? And where is my number? That's this is the number I need. And not just having an arbitrary, I want to make 500K a year. You have to really think about it. Like, why do I want to make 500K a year? What's the reason? I always love to backtrack my goals, think about how much I actually need to save up, think about how much I need to save to pay off debt, think about how much we need to save to buy a house. These are the kind of like tangible reasons why we want to scale a business and why we wanted to make more time so that we could create these other products because we have goals, like we have specific things we want to do. So when you're thinking about scaling your business, really ask yourself like, why do I want to scale? What are my goals? What am I trying to achieve? Do I even need to make six figures a year? Some people might not need to make that much, <laughs> depending on where you live. Six figures a year in Portland is doesn't get you very far, to be honest crazy because I used to think six figures a year was like this insane number and now with inflation and the way the world is it's insane how that number just changed so much but yeah that's the one thing I would really focus on first before really mapping out how you're going to scale and then last thing I want to talk about this is a little bit of a longer podcast today hopefully it's not too miscombobulated because my brain is a little crazy right now. Cody and I just signed a new lease and we're moving in three weeks. <laughs> my brain's a little crazy today recording this podcast because we're going to be moving and I have to think about all these things like hiring a moving truck and packing up all my clothes in my closet, which is where I'm recording this podcast right now. And it's all during the holidays. Like we're going to have to move on December 20th, which is right before Christmas, which is a fun Christmas present for ourselves because we're moving and we're moving to a new city, which is even more insane. It's wild. But anyway, my brain's a little crazy. Hopefully this uh, podcast episode is making any sense. I don't feel like I had it really mapped out and organized properly. I had it organized in my head, but I don't know if it came out that way. So hopefully it is. But anyway, to wrap up this podcast next year, our plans for scaling our business bigger than what we did this year. We did make the same amount of money this year that we made last year. Like it was really wasn't off by too much. But next year I would like to make a little bit more. So my plan is to continue to do four VIP days a month. We're raising our rates by a couple hundred dollars more for the VIP days. I also am going to offer the launch glow up offer and maybe offer two of those a month. Maybe, we'll see. Because that's been going really well, actually. I've had a couple clients book those, and it's been really fun to customize our templates. We also are launching more website templates. And the biggest thing I'm doing to scale and to grow and to try something new is I am going to be offering mentorship, which I'm very excited about. I'm very excited about. I'm at 10 years of my design career being a design business owner and I just feel ready to be a mentor 
So the first thing I'm going to mentor people on is VIP design days. That's the thing that I'm an expert in. I have been doing them for so long. Cody and I both have done 165 plus VIP days. That's so many. <laughs> so I'm going to be offering mentorship for design business owners. If you want to scale your business like we did, next month I'm going to be doing the whole launch process on that. I'm going to start like a off with a free webinar that kind of gives you all the details about VIP days and everything and shows you how to create boundaries, how to like what your calendar is going to look like for VIP days when you add them to your business. Basically give you more visuals of what I was talking about here, but I'm very excited about that. I feel like that's my next step in business. So I want to offer VIP days and I want to do mentorship for designers. I might do one-on-one -on -one mentorship, but I'm also going to do a group coaching program and it's going to be great. I'm so excited for it. So excited, but also absolutely, absolutely terrified to launch something new, but I'm feeling so ready for it. I absolutely love helping people with their business. I love being of service to others. I love sharing the ways that I operate my business and the lessons I've learned and the behind the scenes of how I set things up. So yeah, stay tuned for that. It's going to be amazing. I'm not going to talk about it too much because I don't have it all mapped out yet, but Next week, I should be launching a free class on VIP days that will be the catalyst to the launch. So if you're interested in that, if you're interested in offering VIP design days in your design business, definitely sign up for the waitlist. It's in the show notes. And yeah, I think that's all for this topic. If you have any questions about what I talked about in today's podcast episode, I have a brand new design community called the Electric De Design Collective. It's a free design community. It's a place where we can talk about everything I talked about on the podcast. There are some free courses in there. We have free business planning sessions for designers. Definitely join that if you want to continue this conversation and would love to just chat with other designers and network with people and plan your business together with us. It's going to be great. You can also click that link in the show notes, but that's all for today. Thank you so much for listening to this longer episode. Please let me know if you liked the shorter or longer episodes. I'm not really sure what people prefer, but sometimes I like long ones for when I go on walks. Sometimes I like short ones for when I don't have much time. I might just mix it up, but I would love to hear your feedback would love to hear what you think of these podcast episodes and I would love for you to join our free design community as well because we can continue the conversation. All right, I'll see you next time and thank you for being here with me.